The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to create a life that's intentional and dynamic? Welcome to The Intentional Spirit with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Absolutely, and welcome everyone, and thank you for tuning in from wherever you may be and whatever walk of life that you happen to be from. We're just very grateful that that you're here. Uh, It's very important to me to to live in an intentional way so much that I named the show Intentional Spirit because it it keeps me intentional all the time. So what is the difference? Um, I was sharing on on Sunday, there was a statement about a guy that said, um, I I made six resolutions this year and I've kept every one of them. Yes, that's right. I've kept every one of them and they are in an envelope on top of my refrigerator. And so that's often, you know, it doesn't go any further than that, does it? It's that uh, people think, well, I make these resolutions and I, I had some good ideas. I had some goals, but then, well, life came along and I decided to wait till another time. And I decided to wait till another time as I like to say, wait is one of the most crucial and significant four-letter words in your life, um, W-A-I-T. And it's intentional. An intentional spirit continues to move in the direction of their goals, continues to take the steps forward. They're not going to wait till everything's in place because it never is. They're not going to wait till they feel like they're in control because you never are. Intentional spirits move forward. And uh, none other than our, our beautiful guest today, I've I don't often get to meet guests in in person because we interview people from all over the world, but I've had the pleasure and the privilege to meet Jamie Lee Silver on more than one occasion, and she is a uh, walker talker, Um, and I I love that. She is indeed a walker talker. I kind of like that, don't you, Jamie? I mean, that feels kind of sort of walkie-talkie. We got a walker talker. Uh, Well, that's new. That better make a poster out there somewhere. Maybe Kim or uh, somebody out there, Virginia, will make a poster and and make that work. But I want to welcome you to our show today, and thank you for, for being here. Well, thank you so much for inviting me on, Reverend Temple. I'm just very, very happy to be here. Well, you know, um, you reflect and represent uh, what we teach all the time, is that um, life is so much more than I'm born, 
and then I, you know, get along through life and, and then I die. Uh, life is about that you have incidents and moments and um, often tragedy and, and many things happen in your life. And if you will let it, if you will allow it, it will grow you at such a deep and rich and wonderful level. Uh, if you don't come up from a place that life is out to get you and it's been against you uh, since the very beginning. <laughs> and that's what I love about you. You're a, you're a champion in facing adversarial energy. So tell our listening audience, we have both an audio audience and we have a Facebook Live audience coming through, and I urge them to ask questions today. But we want to welcome all of them that are tuning in with us. But tell your story. Uh, this show is about you and, and what you represent in your life's work. So how, uh, how has you. it been on your path? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, I am from Oak Park, Illinois, wonderful town, uh, intellectual, lots and lots of opportunities to act and to sing and to, to just, you know, uh, be me. But somehow there was always something inside of me that kind of drew me into unhappy places. I never really could place what that was. And throughout the years, first I discovered John Denver's music, and his music just made me feel like life is worth living, and I am the universe, and I can do anything. And so from the very, very, very first days of being me, I was on a quest for happiness. How can I become happy? And how can I help the people around me become happy? This is just a dream and a wish and a vision that I was born with. And throughout so right after college, I did the EST training and worked with Werner Erhard and uh, then began chanting Nam-myoho-renge-kyo, which I still do every day to this day. It's been 36 years now. And I have a blog called chantforhappiness.com that people read all over the world. And... Um, I encountered one of the most difficult situations that any human being can encounter, and this was starting in 2012, that my precious, precious singer, songwriter, and poet son came down with evidence that he had a mental illness after uh, being disappointed as a runner, getting a running scholarship, and then being injured. And we had a few really, really tough years. And Ben ended up really experiencing what many consider the end stage of that disease, but hopefully that is changing. And uh, he did, he took his life. So around that time, I discovered a modality that I used to help myself and to help Ben called emotional freedom techniques. And from the very first moment I tapped on myself, you, and I said these words, even though I feel anxiety or whatever it was, I deeply and completely accept myself and all my feelings. And I just wept and I thought, wow, 
you know, I know that loving myself is the key to everything, and I've heard that my whole life. But I had discovered a gap between how I really wanted to love and accept myself and where I was actually not being able to do that. And I thought, this tapping is for me. So I used it extensively throughout his illness, and then after he became eternal, it was one of the main ways that I was able to heal myself from all the trauma that I'd been through. And fast forward to a couple of years ago, and I just decided I'm going to learn how to do this, and I'm not just going to learn how to do it. I'm going to master it so that I know that if any loving, beautiful soul trusts me enough to put themselves in front of me for an EFT session, that I know that in that moment I will be able to get them the results that they're looking for. So it took me a while, but I found what I consider to be the most difficult school of learning EFT, um, the EFT Tapping Training Institute. And I'm now fully clinically accredited through EFT International and the Association for Comprehensive Energy Psychology. And I am just thrilled and overjoyed to be able to be helping clients right now with everything from grief to job stress to life stress anxiety, um, all kinds of different things. And I have stories to tell you when we get on to that. But uh, it is my, I'm so grateful. I'm just very grateful for my life right now. Well, I, I want to, and I, I thank you. And, and, um, and, and what, a, what a life story and what a, mes- a messenger uh, you are from things that you've faced um, such as the loss of your son and the, and the tragedy of that and other incidents in your life that you have transcended and transformed into a way of helping and supporting others. But I want to even go back to the very beginning because um, I'm often surprised um, how um, a number of people don't seem to understand that really the secret of life is happiness and we are created to be happy and you know uh, likened to the birds singing in the morning and and flapping their wings and the and the creatures on the planet uh, starting to take a great run you know we're here for that exuberant happiness and and joy i'll mention a story that through the years i've mentioned a time or two but it, it goes with what you're saying, because I think this is real important, is that um, John Lennon, when he was a little boy, uh, before he went to public school, his mom always told him that the secret to life was happiness. And so um, he really had that one down. And his mom had instilled that in him, you know. And so that being said, um, So he goes to public school and the teacher says, um, I want all of you to do an assignment and write down what is the secret to life. And John wrote, well, the secret to life is happiness. And so the teacher called on him and told him that he didn't understand the assignment. 
<laughs> and he told her, you know, that she didn't understand life. Yeah. So to understand life and to understand that life is a gift, as Ogbandino would say, God, my life is your gift to me. And, and what I do with my life is my gift back to you. So it's this reciprocal relationship that's, that's going on all the time whether you are aware or whether you are sleeping. And so this is a, a key piece that some of you could even take this show and share it with some of your friends because it's like, hello, where is the banner that says, I'm happy, you know, yeah. I'm choosing happiness. I, um, I am choosing to have a ridiculously amazing <laughs> life. And there were, and what I love about the core that you're bringing, um, Jamie Lee, and I know that there's a process and I know that you also work with people privately and, and we're excited that you do that and you have clients all over the world. But I also know that somewhere lying dormant with the, in each of us, we want to make an agreement that we're here to be happy. And, yeah. and so, and that doesn't mean if, you know, and of course, many people would say, I'll be happy when and I'll be happy with if. But there are lots of things that, you know, go on um, all the time in the externals. And so it's like your core can still be in joy. Your core can still be happy of the celebratory reasons that you're still alive. You were breathing this morning without having to get up and go find a wire or a cord to make you breathe. You know, um, there are lots of things to be exceptionally grateful for. So what does that look like to you? I recall the first shocker uh, that I had was when I went back to my 20-year high school reunion, uh, Jamie, and yeah. I, I was listening to the conversations, the car you drive, the how many children you have, the, the, uh, where you live, um, you know, blah, blah, your, your door, what does your office door say? But it really, no one was saying, but are you happy? Yeah. You know? Are yeah. you happy? Um, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you've become a happiness expert. Determination to turn around my own sadness. I just knew I could do it. Yeah. I studied everything I could get my hands on, and then I encountered this wonderful philosophy um, of my Buddhist practice that believes that every single poison you can turn into medicine, and that no matter what the problem, you can turn it into a benefit. And I always go back to my blog posting of July 5th, 2015. Uh, it was a couple of days after my son had taken his life. And I sat down and posted to my blog readers, and I vowed within the depths of my life that I would create meaning and mm -hmm. happiness and a benefit out of the worst thing that could ever have happened to me. And then, you know, since then, that was minute, 2015, wait, and wait, wait, wait. I have lived that mission with a fire in my heart to, and everything I do for myself, when, 
when I'm chanting to be a happy person, it's so I can be an inspiration to others, that they can be happy. If I can do it, anybody can do it. And that's how I live my life. And I, I love what you said. And um, one of our, um, our long-term friends with our community, Kim, is saying every single problem I can turn into medicine. Well, actually, in the greater reality, if you look at it in the shaman world and the shaman shamanic dimension, that's what every problem is, is medicine. You know, yes. it, it transforms you and those kind of things. And I don't know if you're aware, Jamie, I'm part of a movement and a film called Never Alone. And it addresses and it's to bring to attention, you know, the crisis and the true epidemic we have on our planet called suicide. But yes. I, I, this has become so natural for you. And maybe it's one of the main reasons you were born is to show people they can survive after such tragedy as losing a child. So I, yes. I want to just stay there for a moment, uh, whether you, you lost a child or uh, a parent or, but a, a, a crisis. And, you know, one of the things that we've known for years is they, they always say there's a reason that um, parents die before their children, because that's the, one of the ultimate levels of dying is to, to lose your child um, in your, in your lifetime, a child that you have birthed or that you have nurtured throughout your life. But I want to go back to that statement because I believe underneath this, I mean, today we're also talking about techniques in which yeah. you are an expert with using those techniques. But underneath there, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing that there are decisions. Decisiveness yeah. creates a path, right? And so yeah. you decided, I'm going to have a lifetime of happiness. And so yeah. that's your measure. It's kind of yeah. like, I'm driving my car to New York. Well, if you're headed toward Mexico, whoa, going the wrong way. Turn the car around, you know, turn life around. I decided to be happy. Oh, well, these people criticize me. Well, that's not happy. Bam, moving on, you know, that kind of thing. And I yeah. think that, I think that often it, and that's why I was so excited to have the show with you because I knew that we could keep on and be redundant about this. I think that because it sounds so simple, it's a fluff. Oh, I got it. I just got to put on a happy T-shirt and have a smiley in my car. And that's that's so easy. It's not. The decision to be happy is easy. The living every day and the decisiveness around the happiness requires engagement and dedication. Am I right, Jamie? Absolutely. Every moment. And the other thing you said... So we decided to be happy. But the other thing you said, and this is why I really resonate with this, because I've had, by the time I was 40, I'd probably had, I don't know, 25, at least 25, very close people to me died. Okay. Wow. And, um, and that's not that common at 40, you know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that said, when I would go through that level, that level, that level of immense grief, I would say, when I'm on the other side of this, I am going to be so much more than I've ever been before. And, yeah. and that's a decision. Yeah. And, and 
life matter. And I just applaud you for that. But I also want people to really hear that, that you can decide. The government doesn't decide. Your school teacher doesn't decide. Your preacher doesn't decide. Your wife or husband doesn't decide. You decide. You decide to make tragedy turn into significance in the greatest way in your life. Yes. you got my hot button there, so thank you for that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And you did the same thing, which is why we connect. You have the same determination. I, We can feel it. Well, I, I think it's important. I mean, um, mm-hmm. a lot. Of, I, I, I'm very clear. I, I don't know how many hundreds or thousands of lifetimes I've had. I, I really know that this is not the one. Um, or the only one, um, yeah. but I believe that every incarnation is it's a precious gift, and yeah. and we owe it to life itself to make yeah. it matter and to allow our life to in, be invigorated and to be as dynamic as possible and to lead the way. We exactly. we want to lead the way. Yes, and you've been doing that for. A very, very long time. I want to encourage all of you to. Com. That's tabforhappiness.com. And she's got a lot of things, uh, her beautiful blog, it, testimonies from people from all over the world. And she's a difference maker. We love difference makers. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So, so you you were already in the field of uh, making life matter, of, of being a contributor to the planet. You didn't just you know show up on the earth and and um, liken to a person along the way. Just think you're due, just because you gifted and got born <laughs> that you're due. <laughs> you you became a uh, uh, a walker talker right away. And so um, was there, I, I know that you kind of did an overview about uh, becoming a tapping expert. Yeah. I know, I know that this stuff is so significant and, and works. And when we come back after break, I would like to uh, share a story of what happened to me uh, that was just like, oh my gosh, just like mind boggling. And I want to get you in here sometimes to Work on me too, girl. But I love it. Anyway, um, when where were you in your life when you discovered tapping? I, if I heard the story correctly, you were already aware of it and already doing it uh, before you lost your son, right? Before it was right before Ben got sick. Okay, that I encountered it, and Louise Hay, someone. Of course, I adore, and I'm sure many of your listeners do too, said that in her lifetime, tapping was the most powerful modality that she'd ever experienced. And that was one of the reasons that I embraced it. Wow. And so you found a practitioner and and started learning how to do it uh, right away? No, I did it on my own, and, you know, just it was kind of like the pop way of doing it. 
Um, but I knew that I wanted to learn like the most definitive way. But even the pop way of doing it helped a little bit, meaning um, it d didn't quite have the clinical background, but it was enough to calm me. And at times when Ben was in the hospital suffering from basically not being himself, there were moments that, um, and I'm also an energy healer, that he would let me do some energy work on him and tapping where he then had access, more access to himself, um, which meant a great deal to me. And then after he he became my eternal angel, um, oh, boy, uh, all of the trauma that I'd been through, I was able to, working with with practitioners, to be able to gradually get those traumatic moments out of my energy system, which is what it's all about. Mm. Yeah, <clears throat> energy medicine is such a a powerful way to access. Um, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day how we were taught so much, you know, change your mind, you know, change your life, yeah. you know, your your mental part. And there's right, no doubt about right. it. But I, I urge our listeners to always remember there's there's rare. It's rare that there's a one size that fits all. And yeah. so in that space, um, it's to me, if. I think it's important to watch my mind, my thoughts, and what comes out of my mouth, what I speak, the power of the word, and all those things. My energy, it, to me, it's about energy. Um, yes. and, and often, with energy, uh, we rely upon um, specialists to do for us what we have been unable to do for ourselves, or we would have already done it. There are certain things in your life right now, those of you that are tuning in, that you say, well, I've been wanting to do this, or I've been thinking about doing this, and you, you're really giving it an effort, but you haven't been successful. You know, contact somebody and get somebody to help you. It, uh, that's one of my greatest joys as shamanic practitioner, Jamie Lee, is being yeah. able to go into another level of consciousness that yeah. you're, a person cannot do. And, and that's the beauty of tapping and the yep. energy work that you offer is because you can go down a door, you can go in a window that if somebody could have from their thinking, they would have, but they're not exactly. able to. So Exactly. Uh, we use the body. Tapping is all about using the body to release past traumatic moments that are still triggering a person and do it in a safe way that creates incredible freedom of thought and expression. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to The Intentional Spirit with Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in. And I 
I'm just loving being back on Facebook Live and um, and connecting with all of you and your comments. You're you're near and dear to my heart. The reason I do what I do is because it's an opportunity to interact with others and to share and to realize that we are healed by what we turn towards, not what we turn away from. So it's a pleasure to have you. I'm I'm still not too uh, thrilled about these helicopter ears uh, on my crown chakra. But aside from that, um, you know, I just want to be with you. So that that's what matters. I'm talking today with Jamie Lee Silver. She is a tap and energy expert. Her website is tapforhappiness.com. That's exactly the place it will take you once you decide to be happy, you know, then that door opens up for you, but she works with people all over the world. So you can tune into her. You can go to my website, templehaze.com. You can find out about the newest movie. You can get it on demand. I am never alone. Um, we are talking about suicide with Deepak Chopra, Gabriella Wright, um, Reverend uh, Dr. Michael Beckwith, etc. So all that said, um, Love having you here. I said, Jamie, that when we started the break, if it was okay with you, I was going to share a story, a personal story about EFT, if that would be yes. okay with you. Absolutely. Okay. So um, I, I started observing in my life um, that every 10 years um, that I would incrementally, that there would be some kind of shift going on. Um, and maybe just as simple as because I believed it, you know, who knows, but going into 30, um, I, that's when I became sober and, um, have been sober, uh, all those years. So going into 30, so I was 29. So going into 30 and then going yeah. into 40, I went into places of, um, I wouldn't say depression. Not that I think something's wrong with that at all. It's a feeling and an emotion, and some people carry it very deeply. And that's another reason I love what you do is often people are carrying the depression of their parents and calling yeah. it their own when it doesn't belong to them at all. You know, And I know you see this all the time in your work, Jamie. I see it in my work where people will say, I've been depressed all my life. And I go, um, I think you're carrying a lot of your, your mom's depression or your dad's or, you know, whatever. But anyway, so as I was going into 40, I was having those kind of feelings and realized I hadn't done near as much international travel as I wanted to, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, you make the decision. And then I was traveling all the time and internationally. <laughs> but going into 50, going into 50, um, I... I started waking up in the night at times and almost having like, um, shall I say like palpitations, like I was anxious and I'm like, what the heck is this? You know, I don't yeah. do sugar. You know what I mean? I go through my list and I'm yeah. not really anxious about anything. What the heck? So anyway, uh, an EFT expert came over to my home. And so she asked me a series of questions and I said, and one of the weird things, and I said, I'm, I'm going to tell you this, is that I've had like a feeling like I've, I've died and I'm not really dead. I'm, I'm in the box and I can't get out. And it's oh. just, it's just the weirdest thing. Okay. So I said, it just, it's this energy and, um, and it, it was just, it was not often, but I didn't want it to be happening at all. <laughs> hey. I, I did not want to have a 
recall that I'm not really dead, but people thought I was, and I was in a box. (laughs) You know, so anyway, um, she tap, tap, tap away, and um, she went back, and she checked my mom, she checked my grandmother, she checked her mother, she checked her mother, she checked her mother, she checked her mother. I want to say it was about six or seven generations, um, and she discovered that one of my um, uh, relatives had been buried uh, alive in a in a, a coffin in a in a box, and of course that wasn't uncommon back then, sadly, but um, she wasn't dead, and I was carrying that, and once she did the tapping, uh, it went away forever. I've never had it again. So it is, thank you for letting me share that, but that it just shows how powerful it is because yeah. I, I don't know that I would have ever thought about that. <laughs> right, right, no. Oh, isn't that great? That is great. That's great. That's great. And, you know, that could have triggered you in a lot of different ways and been underlying in your nervous system you know, throughout your life and being able to just take it straight out of your nervous system, it, it just, like, it has no power over you and nothing that reminds you of it will ever have power over you. Uh, EFT tapping is a permanent change, which is one of the reasons it's been called the fourth wave of psychotherapy uh, because the other types of psychotherapy did not involve the body. And the body is a part of our brain, is a part of our system, and tapping, as you know, involves tapping on energy meridian points and our nervous system to just kind of take an emotion and press delete. That's how I look at it. We take emotions, we press delete, and then things that would have triggered us don't trigger us anymore in all areas of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things I want to highlight is that you want to see these kind of moments as your sacred friends. And, yeah. and if you're currently smoking and you know that's not really good for you, uh, hold your cigarette as your sacred friend. It's been with you through a lot. <laughs> and once you love it and once you embrace it, then you ask within for your soul to attract to you the right method that you can use to quit, to eliminate it. And often then it's forever. Okay. But if you're holding something that, why do I have this? And I can't believe I'm so this and that I'm so important. I'm so evolved. I'm so metaphysical. Why do I have that? If you hold that kind of consciousness, you have more of that kind of stuff. So you get to deal with it. Um, So what you hold is your sacred friend. And that's the way I approach that experience that I started yeah. having um, at 50. I knew it wasn't against me, and I knew it was wanting to take me in a direction. And, and quite frankly, I, I must say that I just really didn't know a lot about EFT at the time. I wouldn't say yeah. I invalidated it or anything like that, but I, I really wasn't that familiar with it and the power that it carries. It's like, oh my gosh. So it was a sacred friend that was showing up as something that was uncomfortable, but also at the same time leading me in in a new journey. Yeah. It must have been a, was it a huge, 
was it just a real surprise that you uncovered that? Um, you know, I've 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 been around the block and I'm an old soul, so I yeah. I'm not, I'm not very surprised by much. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But, but at the same time, did I go, oh, my gosh, wow, are you kidding me? Somebody I've never met in my life that's in my generations had this experience, and I'm, I'm toting it around. It really fit right in with the things that I see in shamanism and the images that I see in people's lives that are not just related to this lifetime, but things that they, they carry but uh, extremely impressed, absolutely. And um, I also want to highlight um, that you know when we when we talk about life and and the reason I love to be part of this show is to talk about wholeness and talk about your infinity and you know the mystery of God and and people as uh, a mystic and those kind of things. And that's what I would call you, Jamie Lee. I would call you a mystic. Because um, you're working with such underworld realities. But mm. I also want to highlight that if you decided to be happy, and if you have decided that um, your life is filled with joy, if you have decided that if you have events in your life that are not easy, that on the other end, you're going to come out ahead and have more energy than you started with, and you still don't feel like some things are working or you just want more, you know, yeah. you just want more vibrancy. You want more life. You want to be able to dance anywhere you are and shout and laugh. Um, EFT does that. So I just yeah. don't want our show to feel like that. We're promoting that. You've got to be broken uh, to use it. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. And, and that makes absolute sense. And Sometimes people don't even realize, and they're not broken, but don't even realize how maybe a remark in childhood or something a parent said, they don't believe it maybe, but they still, because their nervous system, it lives in there, they live that way. Like, for instance, I've helped people with weight loss and shame. And when we release that shame by specifically going to the moment where it happened and then speaking, actually telling the truth about it and letting it out of the body in this beautiful, safe way, then the the grip is gone. And it's a beautiful way. It doesn't mean people are broken. It's the people who come to me, just like you said, the people who come to me are people who know there's something that they've been dealing with their whole life, and they've tried everything. They've chanted. They've done this. They've done talk therapy. They've done – but still, there's either a grief or a problem with a job or a problem with a relationship, and after – it's so quick. After three to six sessions, suddenly they're a different person. Before people, you you may do this too, Temple, but before people work with me, I ask them to write down and give themselves a snapshot of what their challenges are right now, exactly where they are, and then where they want to be. Because after a few sessions, they'll forget. 
that that's where they were. And it really is cool to be reminded and, you know, totally shocked of how much growth they've had. One woman I helped with, she was involved with a man, and she was in love with him, and he was not in love with her. But there was, she was connected with him and could not break. She, 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 she just couldn't. And I think everybody who's listening may kind of hear that and recognize something like that in themselves. And what we did with tapping was we ended up going back to some instances when she was younger and some things that her brother had said to her about who she was and her value as a person. And we got those out of her nervous system, and she was she was able to easily break up with this man. It took a few sessions, but she was able to break up with that man. She was even able to get the courage and move and find a new job. And all these things that had been stopping her, when you tap, you begin to think more clearly because it clears your mind from the stress response that many of us are under. And oftentimes people make great decisions, well, always people make great decisions out of out of a few sessions of tapping. It's really exciting to watch. It, it's so powerful. And I use uh, tapping methods. I know you caught me on it one time, not that I do it to hide, but... I do tapping before I uh, do talks um, awesome. and before I, I stand in front of people, I do tapping uh, to align energetically and to connect and to be open and, and those kind of things. I, it's a practice. I think, I think that's what I'm just wanting to highlight more yes. in addition to the fact that if you have something that you want to be corrected, hallelujah. But it's yes. also, it's, it's an everyday practice, uh, a do-it-at-home self-kit, you know, that you can do in just a few minutes. And, and Amy, um, Jamie Lee can certainly teach you, walk you through it, um, introduce you to certain aspects, depending on what needs or wants you have. And, um, and why not, you know, why not um, enjoy just being uh, dynamic and energetic and, and walking through, you know, life's changes. Why would you not do that, you know, for yourself? And if somebody is offering me therapy, which believe me, I'm, I've done a lot of that in my life. I actually was thinking, <laughs> it's too bad. I had, a funny, I had a funny thought when you were talking about helping that woman get over that guy that she loved him and he didn't love her. I thought, where were you? When I was a teenager, because I was so up this six foot, six foot, redheaded, lots of freckles guy named John. And oh my gosh, I had the biggest crush ever. He wouldn't give me the time of day. I think like 20 years later, he decided he wish he had. And well, that ship had sailed, and a lot of you know why. But, but uh, <laughs> why didn't I know you then? You could have given me a little tap tap, and I could have just said, John, who? <laughs> somewhere but you know all kidding aside I mean we we do this we talk about this because we really believe in it and it, it yeah. works 
It yeah. I want to uh, say something about what you just said, and that is, Temple, I, I think you are one of the finest speakers I have ever seen with the way that you connect with your audience, and you are always able to just, like, totally tune in, and there are many times that I'm listening to you as a speaker, and I, you are speaking, I'm listening, and I just, like, get these chills, and I feel like, oh, my gosh, she was totally turned in, tuned in to my energy and the energy of that room, and knowing that you do tapping before you do that, it's just, like, absolutely, absolutely powerful. See, now you know I'm a tapper. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. And what you said about tapping being a self-help technique is one of my greatest joys because I'll talk to people after a session and they'll say, well, during the week I tapped about this, I tapped about that, I tapped about this. And sometimes they'll say, that tapping worked. I didn't have anything to tap on all week. <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome. It's cumulative. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I got to get out of this energy field of, you know, having a crush on that boy and those freckles. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right over. <laughs> but, you know... Um, I, I think it's important that we bring those moments into our lives because that's why we're so young. Yes. You know, that, that's why yeah. we're so young. Often uh, people ask me to coach them. They don't have young people in their communities. And I go, maybe it's because you're not young, you know, mm. uh, have a teenager, or maybe you're not comfortable being a teenager yourself. Um, maybe you're not comfortable uh, owning the fact that as a future seer, one day you will be elderly. You know, whatever mm -hmm. you're comfortable with is what you tend to have more of. And that's why it's important that we do this show, The Intentional Spirit. You know, what are you comfortable with? Because often we're co we're comfortable with apologizing for ourselves. We're comfortable with anticipating mm -hmm. that somebody is criticizing us when we're not, you know, when they're mm -hmm. not. You know, what... Mm -hmm. what your life reflects up to now, right this minute. Your life is a mirror, and it is showing you what you're comfortable with. Yeah. And um, and so when you're honest with you about that, uh, you'll yes. see areas that you have become comfortable with complacency. You have become comfortable with whatever that is. And you, if you want to be, good for you. Own it, own it, paint it red, put it on your door, go for it. But if you don't, you don't have to have it. You can right. be, you can be free. You can move on. Yeah. You can create a new, uh, as so many people say, a new narrative, a new story for your life. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 It's so, it's so important. One of the people that I worked with um, had lost her daughter. And I I love working with people with grief because after a few rounds of tapping, like she when she started, she couldn't hear music um, without crying um, of her daughter. That's so understandable, right? And she also, around her daughter's birthday, it's like a month ahead of time, she was already dreading it. And during... You know, it was just like this incredible heaviness. And we worked together on tapping, and I, I 
talked to her last week, and she said for the first time, and this has been many years now, she's looking forward to her daughter's birthday, and she's celebrating it. Like, she always celebrates it, but this time she has this light spirit of appreciation. So what I say is you can turn grief into appreciation because as you and I both know, and many of our listeners here do, that appreciation is one of the most important keys to happiness in life. So, all right, you're just like one walking poster. Okay, I'm just going to say. So uh, you say that statement about grief and appreciation again. Well, I'm going to bring in something that one of my dear friends who's Jewish always said. He said this when my mother died and when my son died, and it was, may her memory be for a blessing. And Mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time thinking, what could that actually mean? What does that mean? And I chanted about it. And and what I did with Ben was now when I think of my time with my son, instead of feeling sad, I feel this well of appreciation in my life for ever having had him in my life. And when we can do that, around someone who died, their memory really is for a blessing. And tapping allows you to bring that out in this incredibly beautiful, natural way. Oh, yeah. I just typed it in. I'm I'm so grateful that I took typing in sixth grade. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was ridiculous at the time. What am I ever going to do with this? I'm not going to do a job where I have to type, for goodness sake. Exactly. <laughs> but now I can look Facebook Live, and I can be smiling at you and talking in the microphone, and I can type. So it's uh, grief is healed by appreciation. I exactly. love that. Uh, it's your grief comment. into appreciation, and you'll be happy for the rest of your life. Uh, and I'm going to ask uh, Andrea, she's the executive producer of the show, to make that into a poster. And let's put it on social media. <laughs> giving you credit, of course, because that's simple. Thank you. It's very simple. And um, we respond better to something being simple. Um, If we we don't believe it's too simple, that it won't work. I mean, you get that a lot, you know. But if you believe that something can be simple and life is designed to be simple, then techniques can transform you forever. And you can have an instantaneous healing. So I'd love all of you as our conversation has been so rich today and, and comments to you, Jamie Lee, I would urge you to go back on my public Facebook page and read the comments that people are making and and referencing to you and um, just your vibrancy. You just have the most amazing life, uh, light and life um, and vibrancy. Um, But just who you are. Thank you for, you know, being a difference maker on the planet. I know that we're wanting to get you on to ILLI, the Institute for Leadership and Lifelong Learning, um, yeah. and have your courses on there with us because you are a, you're a magnet. 
And as we're closing the show, is there a thought or two? It went by so fast. I'm like, wow, that just happened. Um, is there a thought or two you'd like to leave with us? Oh, I would say if there's any part of you that is afraid of transformation, with the right practitioner, it can be a total and absolute joy to break through. Oh, gosh, yes. And, you, and, and why wouldn't you do it for yourself? Exactly. Oh, and I, I would say tap for happiness. Can I just, my Gmail is tap for happiness at gmail.com. And if anybody out there listening is interested, let's have a clarity chat, just a chat to see if, you know, uh, that, that w it would be possible to work together. But I invite you to uh, reach out to me. I'm putting that in now into our notes. Um, and it's um, tapforhappiness at gmail.com. And you can also put my telephone number in. I mean, I, I do love to be reachable. Um, it's 630-926-3001. Well, I'll let you go back in there and put that in there, okay? No problemo. Uh, I just appreciate all of you so much. I'm so grateful to Unity Online Radio. It indeed is a voice for the awakening world. We love our Unity Online Radio staff, our Diane Ray, our uh, Lewis, and our Jeff, and you're the best ever. And we're so grateful you always deliver such a seamless uh, radio show. Thank all of you for being my audience, and thank you for being patient with me as I've started doing this camera stuff again because uh, I just really miss connecting with you. Uh, more so, I miss the interact, uh, interaction and just yeah. the questions. And, you know, because this is what we're here for is to, to work and react and, and talk and share and interact with you. So even after the show is over, I still will go back and, and read various comments that are added. So it, it means a lot. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again, don't take your dreams lying down.